Okay, guys, another split day. Pretty devastating that it wasn't a 2-0 day. Obviously, the daily came in. Jamal Murray, uh, Harry Giles, after playing 20-plus minutes for the last eight games in a row, had six points in the first five minutes. We needed him to get 11, and he finished with 10 and played 15 minutes. So, just shit out of luck, really. What can I say? We we were on the right side of it. But anyway, that's punting. We've had a pretty average week, and we are still 8-7. and seven. Obviously, it's break-even numbers. We're not making anything, but basically what I'm saying is it couldn't really go much worse for us, and we're dead even. So, it's all up from here. Got a nice 10-game uh, slate. Tomorrow, majority of the lines are out, so let's get stuck into it. First is Atlanta at Washington. Uh, the Wizards are favoured by three, and the total is 246. DeAndre Hunter, 13.5. We've got him projected over, but the inconsistency with his shooting. Sorry, let me go through the ins and outs. Uh, Deadman is back as his memory. Uh, Bruno Fernando and Cam Reddish will be playing. Thomas Bryant is in and Ish Smith is out. So Kevin Herter, 14 and a half. We've got him projected under. He hasn't been getting to that number and it's been with uh, time missing from Hunter, uh, sorry, from Reddish and memory so I don't see that going over but I'm certainly not willing to take an under versus the worst defense in the league. Shabazz Napier has popped up to 12 and a half with Ish Smith out. Um, again if I were to go we've got him projected under but if anything I would go over there. Rui Hachimura, 14.5. That seems about right. Davis Bertans, 15.5. We know what he's going to do. He's going to chuck up a heap of threes. If they go in, he's probably going to go over. If they don't, he'll go under. So that's a stay away from me. John Collins, 22.5. Um, we've got him at that number. Uh, we did have him to go over earlier in the week. And he shit the bed uh, as he was moved back to power forward. There's obviously not a great deal of defense on this Atlanta team, uh, on this Washington team. So I would consider that. Bradley Beal, 34 and a half. Yeah, he'll probably go over, but I'm not going to do it at such a high line. Too many variables that can go wrong. Trey Young, uh, 32 and a half. Uh, similar. I'll echo the statements of what I said about Beal. Next is OKC at the New York Knickerbockers. The Thunder are favoured by seven and a total of 218.5, which is the lowest on the board. Dennis Smith Jr. will still be missing for one game, and Mitchie Robinson is questionable.
So we've only got one line for the New York game, for, for the New York team, which is Julius Randle, 20 and a half. Uh, yeah, I don't mind that. Obviously, the low total uh, does worry me, but I'll be look, willing to look into the over. Chris Paul is at 17 and a half. I think that's about right. That's dropped down a point after he's gone under the last couple. SGA, Shea Gildress Alexander. We have him projected slightly over the 18 and a half line. Uh, that I would be willing to look into a bit more. Alfred Payton, 11 and a half. That's a one point drop, I think. Um, we have him projected right on that number. Uh, the Chris Paul defense is a, is a problem. I would potentially look at an under there. Danilo Gallinari, 19 and a half. Uh, not much defense going on on the Knicks side of things. I would consider that. Stevie Adams, 10 and a half. Um, I would be going over against uh, the Knicks centers, but he hasn't been living it up living up to that number in these past few games. He's been very hot and cold over the season. Dennis Schroeder, 18 and a half. Yeah, I'd look into the over there as well. Next up, San Antonio at Brooklyn. The Nets are favored by two and a half. And the total is 221.5. For the Spurs, LaMarcus Aldridge is still out, as is Marco Bellinelli. And for Brooklyn, Garrett Temple is doubtful. Paddy Mills, 11.5, seems about right. Bryn Forbes is also 11 and a half. Again, as I've mentioned before, so some of these sort of lower end guys. I don't have the knowledge of their recent history off the top of my head, so I generally look into them and see how they've been tracking. Torian Prince, 12 and a half. Yeah, look, if he, very, uh, he gets the shots, but whether they go in or not is another thing. Joe Harris, 13 and a half. I don't think he's quite been at that number. His shots were were about right for that number, but I think they have dropped off a little, So, but I'll look into that. Trey Lyles, 11 and a half. Uh, obviously got that starting power forward job with Aldridge out. Um, had a great game and then a shit game. I'd probably lean towards the under there with Prince at the four. DeAndre Jordan, seven and a half. Um, I don't think he'll get the opportunities that he normally does this with, uh, with the San Antonio center rotation with Yaka Pirtle being out. I don't think... Um, Kenny Atkinson will be as quick to pull Jared Allen off the floor. So if I was going anything for DJ, it'd be the under, but probably just sit it out. And as I mentioned, Jared out, Jared Allen, he's the opposite. I think he gets a bit more of a run, a bit more of an opportunity. I think he has a decent history against San Antonio. So I would look towards the over, if anything. But 
Again, I'm never a big fan of the low attempt, high field goal percentage guys. It just doesn't leave any room for error when you are looking at an overbet. DeJounte Murray, 12 and a half. Uh, yeah, obviously, um, point guards point up numbers versus Brooklyn, so I'll just sit that one out. Karis Levert, 21 and a half. I would have liked that to have come down a bit more after his shit performance last game. Um, so it's probably one or two points too high for me. Spencer Dinwiddie, 20 and a half. That I would like to look into further. DeMar DeRozan, 22 and a half. He just, he's turned into basically a point guard role for some reason, even though there's more shots to go around. Uh, he's been distributing with high assists, but not taking any shots. We obviously took advantage of that in our in their Spurs last game versus Charlotte, and got the win there. So I would consider an under again, but against the Brooklyn, uh, the Brooklyn small forward defense isn't so bad. So yeah, I think I would look at that twenty-two and a half again. Indiana at Chicago, uh, the Pacers are favoured by four and a half and there is no spread released as yet. That is because half of Indiana's team is questionable. Main one being Victor Oladipo, closely followed by TJ Warren uh, and then Doug McDermott and a couple of other blokes who aren't Jakar Sampson and Brian Bowen who are not going to have lines anyway. And for Chicago... Um, surprisingly, everyone is pretty well good to go, uh, except for Chandler Hutchinson, and obviously Zach Levine will be out for a week. So, yeah, lack of lines here with, uh, with those questionables. Um, we've got... Larry Markinen, 14 and a half. Uh, we've got him projected under there uh, against Sabonis' uh, defense. I wouldn't be willing to go either way there. Thaddeus Young, 12 and a half against his former team. Now, that I would consider an under as Markinen pushes into more minutes and Thaddeus Young's role gets limited. Miles Turner, 14 and a half. All those centers put up numbers against the Bulls. That seems far too high for me. He didn't clear, I think it was 12 and a half last game, and now we've had a two-point increase. So um, probably a stay away, but that line rise makes me feel like I could uh, be tempted by an under. DeMontis Sabonis, 19 and a half. We've got him projected under and I wouldn't be willing to lean either way on that particular prop. Miami at New Orleans. New Orleans are favoured by one and a half, and I don't mind that one and a half for New Orleans there. Miami's been uh, pretty bad on the road this season. Obviously, uh, Pelicans pushing for a playoff spot also. Uh, and the total is 235, which is the highest on the board for the day. Um, 
nothing to report injury-wise for either team, as far as I can see. Kendrick Nunn, 14 and a half. Um, that I would consider... I was going to say I'd consider an under, but obviously the high pace... Um, I, I just think none gets squeezed for minutes here. We've seen when everybody's healthy that he pushes, drops down to a 25-minute-a-night sort of roll and the, there's not as much shots to go around, but it's pretty hard at 14.5 against this uh, New Orleans team in a high pace. A 15.5, I might consider it, but, yeah, it's, it's probably just a bit too risky. Duncan Robinson, 13.5. Um... Very similar to the Batans. He's going to put up 10 threes. If they go in, he's over. If they don't, he's under. Goran Dragic, 16.5. That seems about right. Derek Favors, 9.5. I look into that under. Uh, he had a great outing last game, and that line has gone up one point because of that. Uh, but the Miami defense, I think, may of Bam Adebayo might just slow him down again. Uh, he's definitely not a feature on the offensive end. Doesn't take many shots. Uh, Lonzo Ball, 14 and a half. Uh, he's been scorching hot lately. Um, one of the rare players that plays worse or, or has a worse point per game average at home than he does on the road. Um, and obviously Miami point guard defense is uh, pretty good. So that I would consider uh, being going contrarian on. With the under, Brandon Ingram, 23 and a half. Um, yeah, seems about right. Bam Adebayo, 16 and a half. Um, I would look towards the under there. Um, the favours defence is pretty good. Zion Williamson, 25 and a half. Um, yeah, look, it's pretty hard to go under at this stage, but that's the only way I would lean on that. Drew Holiday, 19 and a half. Um, that seems about right also. I'd probably go an under, if anything, but more so a stay away. And Jimmy Butler's line is 19 and a half. Um, that seems about right. If anything, I would probably go under, but Butler... Um, shot attempts do seem to waver quite a bit. Alright, Orlando at Minnesota. Orlando are favoured by two and the total is 234 for Minnesota. Obviously, Towns is still out. Um Orlando, Evan Fournier is doubtful, so we might not get any Orlando guys here. Uh, no, we've still got some. That's surprising. Uh, James Johnson, nine and a half. Um, yeah, probably an under. Obviously, his game's not predicated on usage. Um so I don't mind, and he's been playing back up center. Um, so with the shot blocking ability of Mo Bamba, 
Um, I don't mind that under for Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Josh Kogi, we've been uh, feasting on his under bet at the moment. So I'd be willing to look into that again. His line is nine and a half, and we have that projected slightly under. Juan Hernan Gomez, 12 and a half. That seems about right. Markel Fultz, 13 and a half. That's gone up one, probably because Minnesota's defense at point guard is terrible, but I'm not willing to go either way on that. Malik Beasley, 17 and a half. Um, he smashed 18 and a half last game, and we probably should have taken it. And now he's had a decrease, so I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Um, what I'm trying to say is is that it should be an over again, I would think. Terence Ross, 20 and a half. If Fournier misses, there's even more shots for Ross, although he's getting his fair share in his 30 minutes. 20 and a half is just... Uh, whew, he's been clearing it, but... Uh, um, we know that he goes through these hot and cold streaks, so I wouldn't be willing to put my balls on the line to go either way there. Naz Reed, 12.5. Yeah, look, he cleared, I think, 12.5 last game or 11.5 that we had the over. Uh, the Vooch defense or lack of shouldn't bother him, so I don't mind going back to the mill on a Naz Reed over. Aaron Gordon, 17.5. He's been killing it of late um, at the four position. Yeah, look, I would consider an over there. I'll have to look into it a bit deeper. D'Angelo Russell, 22 and a half. Um, just seems to be a little bit inconsistent with the shot attempts. And as we know, he's a... Uh, 40% shooter type thing or low 40s, 42, 43. So he's got a little bit of the make or miss under over about him also. So I think I'm just going to stay away from that one and the Fultz defense should trouble him a little bit. Vucevic, 22 and a half. Oh, yeah, um, I do like Vuce here, but I'm not sure I'm willing to go to 22 and a half. I think that's jumped two points. Um, if we can find a 21 and a half, I would consider it. The Utah Jazz and the Boston Celtics. The Celtics are favored by two and a half and the total is 219 and a half. For Boston, Kimball Walker's in, but I assume he's probably... Um, on a minutes limit again, 25 point, uh, 25 point, 25 minutes type thing. Uh, and Gordon Haywood has already been ruled out. Joe Ingles, seven and a half. Yeah, that seems about right. Jordan Clarkson, 13 and a half. Um, he's come back to earth a little bit after a hot streak um, against the Boston defense. I would probably lean under. Uh, Daniel Tice had a stinker last game. His total's nine and a half. We've got him projected about that mark. Obviously, the Gobert defense is a problem, so I'd consider an under there. Bojan Bogdanovic. He is at 18 and a half, and that's come down a little bit because of the Boston defense, but that seems about right. 
even though he went over last game, he he has had a line drop because of that Boston defense. Mike Conley, 15 and a half. I echo that. Um, he's probably, with Gordon Haywood out, Smarker Smart will start um, again and probably have the assignment on Conley. Uh, no, not true. Maybe, maybe he'll go to Don Mitchell, actually. So Kemba will get Conley, which isn't any great feat. But anyway, 15 and a half is probably one too high for me to get interested in Conley. I'd probably lean under, if anything. Don Mitchell, 24 and a half. As I just mentioned, Smart will probably take him. I'd be interested in looking at an under there. Rudy Gobert, 14 and a half. Um, Tice is a decent physical matchup, keeping him away from the rim. Uh, again, I'm not don't like the overs for low attempt, high field goal guys. Uh, if I was going to go anything, I'd go under, but I think that that's just a stay away. And red hot Jason Tatum, 28 and a half. Um, I would just sit that one out. Memphis at Dallas. Mavs are favoured by eight, and there is no total released as yet because we have a questionable tag on JJ Barea and Dorian Finney-Smith, as well as Luka Doncic and Tim Hardaway Jr. So we won't have any Dallas lines here. No. And Memphis, we do. Kyle Anderson, eight and a half. Um, yeah, maybe an under, but probably stay away. Dylan Brooks, 18 and a half. Uh, hot, cold. The attempts are there. Under, if anything, but probably a stay away with the amount of shots that he's going to get up. The Anthony Melton, I'm not sure if this is correct or not, is nine and a half. Um, I'd be looking at an under there if that is happened to be correct. Jar Morant, 18 and a half. Um, been a lot worse on the road than at home this year, so I would definitely not take the over, um, but I wouldn't be willing to take the under either. JV, Jonas Valens, Eunice, just so inconsistent with his attempts. I'm just not willing to play him until I see some consistency, which we're probably not going to get, in all honesty. Second last game, Portland at Phoenix. Portland are favoured by one and a half, and the total is 233 and a half. I don't mind that Portland line there either, because DeAndre Ayton is doubtful, and Cam Johnson has already been ruled out, and as we know, Lillard is back now. Uh, I don't believe he is on a minutes limit, so full steam ahead for Portland pushing for a playoff spot and Phoenix essentially out of it and their second best player going down. I do quite like that uh, Portland minus one and a half. Trevor Reza, nine and a half. Um, yeah, probably an under. If anything, I'll look into that a bit further. Carmelo Anthony, 14 and a half. Um, that would probably also be an under if anything, but I would say just to stay away as he will get enough shots to go over that. 
Dario Saric, 11.5. He should get some more usage with Aiton out. So I would consider that. Mikel Bridges, 12.5. Another guy whose game's not predicated on usage. Uh, 12.5 does seem a touch high, but I'm not completely up with what Mikel's been doing lately. So I'll have to look into that a bit deeper. Ricky Rubio, 14.5. That seems about right. I would have liked a 13.5 for an over. If I can find that, I would consider it. Hassan Whiteside, 15.5. We're probably going to get some Baines at centre there, which should bother Whiteside some. So it's probably just a stay away with those things up in the air of what may or may not happen. Lillard, 29.5. Yeah, look, I'd taken over, but that line is... I just don't like those really high lines. It's just too much can go wrong. Foul trouble, injury, uh, obviously missing shots, not taking as many shots. There's just so many variables involved in in taking an over. I think when I was looking at our history the other day, we've only taken one over... 30 um, all year long. It might have even been an under, actually. So, yeah, we took one over, 30-plus, a line 30-plus over. We've only taken one. And on the unders, we've only taken two. We actually lost our one over bet, and we won our two under bets. Devin Booker, 28.5. he should get some extra shots with eight and out. So again, if I was going to go anyway, it'd be over, but I would probably more than likely be sitting that out. Last game, Milwaukee at LA. Oh, we'll hopefully catch this one. It should be a good game. Bucks are favoured by one. Um, I'd probably take the Lakers plus one here as well. Or just to win outright. Um, And the total is 227 for the Lakers. Uh, Caruso is back and uh, Anthony Davis is probable. Uh, Kyle Korver is back in for the Bucks and George Hill is questionable. Wesley Matthews, 8.5. I consider an under there. With the Lakers' defense, Avery Bradley eight and a half. I echo that. Substituting out the word Lakers for Milwaukee, obviously. Danny Green seven and a half. That seems about right. Brooke Lopez ten and a half. Um, yeah, look, I lean maybe an over there, but he's sort of been a little bit up and down with his attempts. Um, obviously the Lakers playing conventional center um, should have trouble getting out on the floor just to uh, contest Lopez's shot Eric Bledsoe 13 and a half yeah it seems a little low apparently he's been suffering from flu a sickness uh, with those two pretty two or three pretty awful performances but bounced back last game so consider an over there if 13.5 is still available. Chris Middleton, 20.5. That seems about right. As does Bronny James at 26.5. Giannis at 
If it's going to go anything there, I'd probably go under, but I'd rather a 32 or 31. 31 would get me interested. 32, I'd be pretty much on it, I reckon, off the top of my dome. And Anthony Davis, 27 and a half. Uh, seems about right also. That'd be a great matchup watching him and Giannis go at it. All right, guys, that'll do it for this week. We'll be back on Monday to recap our betting week and to get into Monday's games. Don't forget to subscribe to this pod, Playline Pro, just a tip. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Playline Pro. And don't forget to download our app in the App Store and have our tips delivered directly to your phone.